Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This podcast is brought to you by Wilmore Play. You know what I like? Everything. I literally love everything they make. And you know what's so funny? I will run into y'all on the streets and you'll yell, Tiramisu, bitch, because you know that's what that's our code phrase. That's how I know you listen to the podcast. And then you'll literally come up to me and be like, girl, remind me of what that what that ad is. Remind me of what that discount code is for Woo More Play because I need to get some more. Y'all have been lubed up and getting slippery. Here's the thing. They have an amazing candle right now called Hints by Woo. It's a massage candle. It's body safe and sex friendly massage candle. You can light it, wait a sec, blow it out, and then pour it on it. Pour it on a plant. Pour it on yourself. Pour it on your partner. Whatever. Get freaky with it. I don't know what you do behind closed doors. The key ingredients for this massage candle are shea butter, coconut oil, and jojoba oil. All right. And listen, if candles aren't really your thing, if candle foreplay is not really jumping out at you, then guess what? It's really just a great fucking candle that smells like Santal, you know, and I'm here for that. They have two bundles right now. They have the date night bundle, which is one massage candle, one love oil, and one pack of freshies. Or the number two, which is the Come Together, which is a massage candle, one love oil, and one Vibes, which is their vibrator. As always, you can use code ABSOLUTELY at checkout for 20% off. That's woomoreplay.com. Check them out. I'm obsessed with them. I've been using their lube for years. You can eat it. It tastes like, I mean, you know, I wouldn't just put it on a cake, but you could. Or if you're the cake, you know what I'm saying. That's what's up. Woomoreplay.com. Use code ABSOLUTELY and get you that good, good. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Here we are, doing the damn thing. Um, How the hell are you? I hope you're doing well. I am back, back in the New York groove. Fucking love that song. I'm here. I'm in New York. And don't worry. Okay, everybody chill the fuck out. I'm going to get Raymond on the podcast. But by the time this episode comes out, he couldn't record with me till you know, the day after. So everybody pump your brakes. You know, scatterbrained Ray, caught in the rain Ray has got to make time for mama. Um, but, you know, he, everyone's like, are you in New York visiting Ray? I'm here shooting a commercial, which is very, very exciting. And I'm back in a tiny, very nice hotel, but very tiny. I forgot that in New York, they give you about a quarter inch of a walk-in closet and that's it. I mean, they gave me a balcony, but there are moments where you're like, I can't even unfold my my carry-on without it touching the other side of the room. You know what I mean? And I'm in a five-star hotel because somebody else is paying for it. That's what's up. Uh, no complaints. Just, you know, it's the subtle things when you get back to New York and you remember, oh yeah, this is what this shitty was about. You want you want 250 square feet? That's going to be an extra $800. Forget about it. But I had this like one little split second standing out on the balcony as a rainstorm was coming in in Brooklyn. And I texted Jeff. I'm like, did we make a mistake? Should we have come back? And literally the born and raised New Yorker goes, don't miss a one bit. Forgot about it. Hell no. Two hour right away. Good night. I was like, all right, honey, you're right. He's like, Heather, wait till you see Ratatouille. Literally, wait till you see one nipping at your fucking Achilles. And then you'll be like, you know what? It's a good place to visit. But I do miss New York. I, I miss it. And it feels good to be in a fucking hotel again, like just me. 
It feels like I'm on, on the road again. Like just specifically being on a work trip where it's only me. I don't have anybody else. I'm here. I ordered a fancy fucking pizza. I got a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon. I'm drinking a $15 bottle of, you know, fucking carbonated spring water. It's room service is egregious. It's obnoxious, but it brings me joy. And so I chose to not do anything but lay in bed, fucking record a podcast, have things brought to me hand and foot. I'm at my wits end, guys. There, there are moments where I, I've moved home and I love it, but there, there are moments where I just like, Robin has no sense of privacy. She has no sense of like, knock before you enter. She doesn't have a sense of when you walk in the door, not to just bombard you with the, Heather, you, you got shit in the dryer. And you're like, mom, I know. I just walked in the door. It's a little bit like being back at home when you're 16. And it doesn't matter if you're paying the bills now or they are what's happening. You will always be a child to your your parent. And I'm really struggling with it a little bit because Jeff gets treated like the fucking, fucking Gandhi. I mean, people are, Robin puts like rosary at his feet every day, you know, gives him a sensual neck rub, too sensual to the point where I'm like, why is this so sensual between my mother and my husband? <laughs> I'm laughing because as I said it out loud, I realized, do I need to be worried? I joke, but I don't know if I do. I mean, Robin, literally, don't, Heather, don't touch that. It's Jeff's. Heather, don't sit there. That's Jeff's seat. Heather, Jeff wants to drive your car today. Can you walk? (laughs) That's what I'm dealing with. Can you walk? Can you walk? No, Ma, I can't. My mom would get so pissed when I call her Ma. Ma. She's like, don't talk to me like that. I'm your mother. Okay. Also, I make her way more Brooklyn. She's more Boston. But Robin, she just forgets her hot on. It's like she's packing the kind of Harvard yarn. But she also says very Brooklyn things. And that's where we're at. That is where we're at. Anywho, but it's just nice to lay in this bed. And of course, I'm here. My mom's called me a hundred times, which I love and adore her. And of course, I called her back. But she's like, Heather, you got a box today. You got a delivery from like Cheez-Its or something. Okay, put them in the pantry. Love you, bye. Like, I will see it in the 48 hours that I get home. And I am so grateful for these just insane voicemails because I remember when my dad passed, that's all I wanted to listen to. It was the random bullshit that my dad would leave me in a voicemail. He'd be like, hey, sugar tits, it's your dad. Um, I don't know if you saw, but the Dow Jones went down a couple points. Anyways, I know you don't know shit about the stock market. I was just sitting on the porch uh, smoking a cigar farting. Just thought I'd let you know what's up. Talk to you later. Like those kind of voicemails. He just wanted to call and, and just say something. And I miss that. So I'm bitching about my mom, but you guys know I love and adore. But she may or may not be trying to sleep with my husband. So watch out. Anyways, so here in New York for work, excited to be here. Just excited to have a little time off where it's not time off, but literally to be in a room where I don't have to answer to Jeff, where I don't have to deal with the fucking dog. I don't have to feed anybody. I don't even have kids yet. Y'all know I'm freezing my eggs right now. Also, side note, I don't know if I said this last week. Some woman sent me a very upsetting DM about how she said I was misleading people because I am not doing IVF. And I said, ma'am, I am doing egg freezing to then eventually have to do IVF to put the babies back in me. At least I think that's how it works. So pump the fucking brakes. All I know is I was told by my doctor, you have like one egg and we need to build more eggs in order to take those eggs out and put them on ice so we can genetically test them and make sure they're all Gucci because you have issues. Okay. Okay. Cherish. So I would appreciate it. I'm already sharing my journey, which I think is a little bit much. Like there are days when I'm sweating through my fucking t-shirt. Like, why did I share this with anyone? It is fairly personal, but I'm codependent and need y'all to chime in on my life. So the fact that this bitch chimed in and said I was misleading, I never said I was doing IVF. I said I was freezing my eggs to have a baby. That's the way I have to do it. They're IUIs. Some people just bend over outside of a Hardee's and get pregnant. That's not my option, possibly. Am I trying to get pregnant right this second? No. But in order to have that option and say, I don't know, eight months, I need to go ahead and do what I got to do. Clock is ticking, Trish, and you better either get on board because the train's leaving the station. 
And I have tons of friends who've done IVF. I have tons of friends who have gone through the rigmarole. So I feel grateful that I have other amazing, badass women in my life who can walk me through it. But I was just like, I'm not PSA. I'm being transparent. I'm freezing my eggs. I don't know what else to tell you, but that's what's fucking going on. Also, let's just discuss this. Okay. They have me on this fucking testosterone gel. And I know I I briefly touched on it, but y'all, it is making me feel like I am losing my fucking mind. Absolutely not to Trish and the fact that I'm on so many hormones right now. I'm a genetically modified chicken tender. Call Monsanto's. Call Big Pharma. Guess what? I'm raged up. I'm not cage-free. I'm not living pasture-grazed, grass-finished. Honey, I am in a lab with my, my, my neck through a tube. That's how beefed up I am right now. Genetically modified and horny as hell. That's the other thing, what it's been like living with my mom. Because Jeff and I are just trying to have sex all the time, not to get pregnant, but because I'm on all these drugs, I'm like, let's go. I was always kind of a very, um, say, sexual person. I've always been the horny one in the relationship, but my God, I get it. I've been on light doses of testosterone and I understand now why men think the way they do. I was watching a fucking Geico commercial the other day and I was like, you ready to fuck? (laughs) Jeff's like, huh? I was like, Geico, they could save you 25% on car insurance. You ready to fuck? He was like, oh, okay. Like I'm actually coming at him a little aggressively. Actually, not a little aggressively. Like I genuinely need to make sure there's consent there. Because he kind of the other day, I, I don't even think he had time to take his pants off. I said, you will give me the dong now. <sighs> so things are tense at the McMahon Daniels residence. <laughs> you know what I'm taking? Right before I had that glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, I'm taking my no days wasted here, baby. That DHMD Detox, which is an amazing herbal supplement, which is essentially a vitamin for when you drink. All you need is a little support, okay? We have a couple of drinks. You want to feel they're your best the next day. I need to be able to zip, zap, zop through the subway. I'm getting attacked by ratatouilles here in New York. The only way I can stand on my guard, be on my A game, is if I take that DHM Detox. DHM Detox uses research science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and break down those toxins. Forget the brain fog and the gross next day feeling. You just take two capsules after your first couple of drinks and it goes to work. If you're having a bigger night, just double up and take two packets. Then, you know what? You're going to wake up. You're going to feel fresh. You're going to feel invigorated. DHM Detox is not going to let you have a day wasted because we don't believe in it. Listen, for the month of March, No Days Wasted is donating 10% of all sales to small businesses. They're teaming up with their community to support restaurants and bars that have been impacted by limited capacities and forced closures. I've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to nodayswasted.co slash absolutely and use promo code absolutely at checkout. That's nodayswasted.co slash absolutely for 20% off your order. nodayswasted.co slash absolutely. Promo code absolutely at checkout. We got you. Live your life. And you know what this other thing too? This other thing, why is it that women always got to be the one? You know, I talk about this with my guy friends and they're like supportive. Great. Fantastic. It's always, and I hate to have this real honest, blunt conversation right now, but it's always got to be some bitch named Trish who gets her panties in a wad. Who's like, are you lying? No, I am explaining to you what I know what's going on with my body. Am I not allowed to share my side of the story and then you can pull from whatever the fuck you want to pull from? My life is already like a mozzarella stick. You got one end, okay? My financial advisor has the other. And you know what I am? You know where I am patience-wise? I'm the piece of mozzarella cheese that's falling, about to break, but it lightly dips into the marinara of sorrow and frustration. So I don't know if you know this, but I'm also been very testy and hot-headed because I've been on testosterone. So if someone tries to come for me, I will fucking fight you. Remember the episode of this podcast that said, meet me at the Beverly Center? I'm ready to go. Pop, pop, pop. ready to go. I'm, I'm quick on my feet. I'm limber, flex, cat-like reflexes. If, if you're coming up behind me, I know it three blocks away, but I let you get close. So then when I turn around and hit you with the fucking long ass, non-acrylic, all natural nail, pow, pow, 
you don't even know what hit you. Meet me outside my doctor's office, Trish, and we can have a discussion about what's going on. (gasps) And this is not to be insensitive to anybody who's doing IVF because that's basically what we're all fucking doing. In order to get pregnant, they got to take all my eggs out, wrap them around, and then shove them back in. And then you got to hope that they then stick so I can have a baby. Oh my God. It's like, why? I shouldn't have to explain myself, but I do feel like I have to explain myself. And all I wanted was to come to this nice hotel and order room service and have a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon and just relax. It is what it is. I got to let it go. I got to let it go. Uh, the thing is, these hormones really, truly, I, I, it's hard to describe except the fact that one minute you're spiraling, the next minute you think you're going to fight Jake Paul in a UFC fight. And I went to Nashville this past week and I don't even know if I want to get into this because I don't want to set myself up. Like I don't want to speak it into existence, but I did a podcast with one of my favorite male comics of all time. He's, he's a dream. And I just so happened that morning to be feeling so fucking sick from all this estrogen and testosterone I'm on. Like the estrogen makes you feel nauseous. The testosterone makes you feel horny and sweaty. It was just a wild ride. And so I had prepped all this stuff in my mind and I just had a totally different idea of how this was going to go. And I just felt like I went in there and it was my time to shine to like, okay, this is it. Like I've got to be funny. And I could not form a fucking sentence. I literally was like, lateralist, like here, right here. Like I had a retainer, mouth guard in, night guard, then the the wired headset, the headgear, could not make a formal sentence. He would ask me things like, where are you from? And I'd be like, yonkers. Like, I couldn't come up with a single fucking like real answer. And my friend Tina was with me and she's like, no, it was fucking hysterical. But in my mind, like I walked out of there and I didn't want him to know that I was a fan, but I am a fan because he's such a nice guy good, like one of the good comedians left. And I was just like, fuck. If it comes out soon and it's good, I'll share it and I'll make sure y'all listen to it. But I am so afraid that I just looked like such a fucking idiot. And then I got mad at myself that I was worried that I looked like a fucking idiot. It's like, no, fuck this, Heather. You don't have to impress anybody. You got to do your thing. Keep your head down. Stay humble. Do your thing. And like, just, just focus about you. And I, but I just, I just, fuck, I don't know. I've been feeling a little insecure and I think it's because I need to get back on the road and flex that muscle and like really feel like we are doing it. Because as a performer, there's only so much I can do on Instagram and this fucking podcast. Like I need to see your titties on the front row. You know, I'm ready to take my top off in Toledo. We got to giggle. I got to get face to face. See you little hussies. And I'm starting to feel like, I, you know, it's a muscle. You got to flex that fucking muscle. Now, I'm fully vaxxed now. Cat's out of the bag. I'm fully vaxxed. Everybody in Georgia, wide open. I was able to secure a spot. I didn't feel the need to put my little my little vaccine card on Instagram because I didn't need someone sending me a message telling me that, you know, I was going to turn into a fucking Komodo dragon in 34 hours. I don't know how to tell you guys this, but I basically am already a Komodo dragon because I'm on testosterone. But I, I'm back. For what it's worth, I also got the antibodies. So I'm basically turning into a full fucking werewolf. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Out the door. I want to get a Winnebago, shove Chris Kettner in there, Raymond, and just some feral cats and, <laughs> and hit the road. You know what I mean? Just hit the fucking road. I'm still not having a wedding, I don't think, because Italy is still closed. And so that's why I decided to do this entire egg freezing process because I said, listen, I can crank this out. Now, I'm, I'm, they may do the retrieval in like three weeks. I start the shots in a week. They may do the retrieval and then the doctor was like, we may not get enough eggs. You may have to do this multiple rounds because you have so few eggs. So that's the other thing I should have led with. She's like, I'm hoping that I can get enough to then, because if you say if you take 10 eggs out, you may only get like four mature ones and then only like three may, may actually last. So you may have 10 fucking eggs and you end up with two and a half, maybe one with like a wonky arm. Do you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Trish fucking boiling my buttons. Because guess what? I'm actually quite nervous about this. And I laughed through a lot of it, but it is a wild ride to pump yourself up like a McDonald's chicken nuggy and then have somebody shove something up you. I haven't even started the shots. I have to then give myself shots like twice a day to then hope that this works because if not, then I have to do multiple other cycles of this. So please say a prayer. If you are a believe in the Lord, please say a prayer. 
that this works, that we were able to get some good eggs and that Jeff and I have options. Because if not, Trish, I will kidnap your children. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Can I tell you though? Can I tell you though? I feel like whenever I really get dark with my dark sense of humor on online, dude's just like, yeah, fuck yeah, ho ho, let's go. It's always a Trish who sends me messages like, well, is that appropriate? Wow, Heather, you just made a joke about your French bulldog's nuts. Do you know that the ASPCA is losing funding? And you're like, what are you talking about? It's like, I need everybody for like a week to not be upset about something. We need to stay focused, keep fighting the good fight, but I need everybody to just chill the fuck out for maybe two and a half days. That's all I'm asking. And I want us to be able to really fucking giggle about some shit. I'm not saying like not standing up for justice or letting like racism slide. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying, can we all just take a fucking chill pill, go outside, get some fresh air, and then call me back when you're ready to fucking giggle? Because I need to LOL with my gal pals and my favorite gay men and the three dudes, Mark, Terry, and Charles, who are straight, who listen to this podcast. That's what I need from you. What do you need from me? Because I'm bringing you fucking fire heat. I'm also sweating through the couch. That was the other thing. (laughs) When I did this podcast, I had a cute outfit on. I was like really trying to just, I think I was pandering to like a straight male audience, which is fine because as a comedian, like fuck it. Great. I love those guys. I do because I enjoy, you know, roasting the shit out of like straight men. And because I was on so much testosterone that day, I sweat through my jeans onto this couch. And then I made really uncomfortable jokes about it. They were funny to me as I walked away, but I was like some fucking creep, you know, it's going to call in and be like, yo, how much for that couch, couch cushion? All I'm asking is if they end up auctioning that couch cushion off, I would like for the proceeds to go to maybe a women's shelter. That's all I can ask for. You know, we are technically still in March. It is Women's History Month. Thank you. Look at me coming full circle. Let's get into the voicemails. I've been on a rant. I'm in that New York. You know what? It's like I'm in New York and I'm ready to go. Bada bang. Put them up. Put them up. Pushy cat. Let's go. I'm just ready to fight. And I might have to fight my mom when I get home because she may be trying to creep in on Jeff. And guess what, sweetheart? He's all yours. (laughs) Guys, I'm fucking delirious. I'm in this hotel room. I like sort of have to whisper because of course it's New York and the walls are thin. And I've had one glass of wine. I'm dry as the fucking Sahara Desert. I'm drinking my seltzer. I get to go back to work tomorrow. Do you hear that? Sorry, I'm just, it sounds like I'm peeing. I'm not, I'm just pouring out the seltzer. And um, I'm excited to be funny and do comedy things on camera. And I'm ready to shoot my show. I also need you to write down that the show gets picked up and I get to do eight seasons of it. We get to live our life and, you know, win Emmys. Like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for the Broadway to open up. Who's ready for the Broadway? I want to be tap dancing in Times Square. You know what I'm saying? Taking my top off in Toledo. I said that's going to be my new vocal warm up before I go back out on the road. Take your top off in Toledo. Tap dance at their Times Square. How now, brown cow? God, I'm such a thespian. And if you don't know what thespian is, Google it, sweetie. Thank you. All right, let's get into the voicemails. As always, you can call in, and I'm going to give you that number here in 30 seconds when I pull it up. Uno momento, por favor. It is 800-213-7503. 800-213-7503, the absolutely not line. You can call in with an absolutely not, an absolutely yes, a, hey, you just want to tell me where you land on the BMI chart. Like, you tell me what you want to tell me. I am so grateful you were listening. Let's get into the voicemails. Love you. And Trish, go fuck yourself. Trying to shop for us, hopefully getting out and getting back on the scene is impossible. I don't even know where to begin. You know, shopping for clothes can be daunting and you never know if things will fit. Returns are difficult. Hell, I don't even know how to get to the mall anymore. Well, don't worry. I got you. Stitch Fix offers clothing that's hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. 
It's a completely different and fun way to find clothes that you'll love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's an easy solution to find what makes you love and feel your best. It's pretty great. It literally, I went online, I filled out like a questionnaire. They asked me all about my style and like what I like. And then they just sent me this beautiful box of amazing curated things. I got some amazing jeans, these new Madewell jeans that now I'm obsessed with some great tops. And then I got to like, whatever didn't fit, I just sent back. And then what I wanted to keep, I was charged for. It's amazing. And here's the thing. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up an automatic delivery. You'll pay just $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Let me spell it out for you. S-T-I-T-C-H-F-I-X.com slash absolutely. And you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash absolutely for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash absolutely. Now back to the podcast. Hey girl, hey. Um, It's Alex from Bayshore, New York. On Long Island. Never thought I would say it, but uh, I'm loving the suburbs since I moved out from Brooklyn. I have an absolutely yes. I am, my husband and I are fully vaccinated, which is great. I'm still very grateful for that. And um, our daughter is on spring break, and she took her on a father-daughter trip, and I have time to myself for the first time in. I don't even know how long and absolutely yes to being able to just do the damn thing and chill and have a good time by myself. Oh, so damn relaxing. Anyway, love you. You're just a shining light and all this freaking nuttiness and keep doing everything you do and bring joy to us every damn day. All right. Love you. Bye. Alex, another New Yorker. Hey, girl, what's happening? Um, I love that you've just like come to the terms with yourself like I have. Like you moved out of the city and you're fine with it. <laughs> like you're like, I'm breathing that fresh Long Island air and I'm just doing the fucking thing. And guess what? We all kind of hit our limit this past year, right? We learned like what we need to fucking survive. And it's okay. You're in the suburbs. Great. Fucking thrive. Hit a home goods, a TJ Maxx. Go to Trader Joe's and not have to carry 7,000 pounds of groceries or flag down a cab while you're trying to hoard your groceries outside of a Trader Joe's. Because even when you get to your building, no one's helping you get those fuckers up. That is the plight of being in a New Yorker. It is always, your hands are always broken from carrying fucking heavy bags. It's called schlepping in the city. It should have never been sex in the city. The whole show could have been called schlepping in the city. And I don't want to hear it, Carrie Bradshaw. I haven't worn a Manolo down the streets of New York since 87. You want to know why? Because my ankles will snap once I get caught in a fucking grate after I lose my footing once a ratatouille has crawled across my toes. But shout out to New York. I love you guys forever. I love this. I can feel the sense of just joy and pleasure that you're feeling as you're driving down the car. I can hear you going over the highway and you're like, fuck it. I got a weekend to myself. And that's kind of how I feel right now. It's almost, I feel guilty being away from my family after everything that everyone has been through the last year. You know, it's like family over everything. Of course, of course. And I'm sure you are a wonderful mother and wife. But isn't it nice just to maybe like buy a pack of cigarettes, even if you're not a smoker, get one long, just Capri or Virginia Slim. Maybe you don't even light it. You just take it to your mouth, take it out, lightly blow with your window cracked and you're listening to, I don't know, the old Ashley Simpson album. You know, just feeling alive. God. That's sometimes what we need. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, self-care, self-care. It's all about self-care. What if self-care is just removing yourself from everyone in your fucking family? You know, think about that. My mom is constantly saying, Heather, you need to take better care of yourself. Heather, you need to, you need to slow down. Heather, you need to, you need to slow down. You need to, you, you're doing too much. And then 30 seconds later, she's like, I need you to move this fucking rug down to the basement. 
I don't like it in the foyer. It needs to be in the basement in your office, okay? And I'm like, this is why I have an ulcer. This is probably why I'm freezing my eggs because my mother has literally scared the other ones off. You know what I mean? Because if you take a pregnant woman's womb and you play classical music, right? Or you, you know, the dad talks to the belly and says, oh, I love you. Words of affirmation. You think that your baby's going to come out wiser because they listen to, I don't know, Beethoven or Bach? Are they going to come out naturally even more connected to the father because they've heard its beauty, his tender voice? My eggs are not even fertilized. And they hear Rob and bark in orders and they're like, we got to go. Fucking hit the deck. Guys, do you know we are basically just going to be manual labor for the rest of our lives? And I love my mother. You know, I adore her more than anything. But I said, mom, I'm 34. I'm working. Like, you got to just don't yell at me as soon as I come in the house. (laughs) But Jeff, no, 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 no. He has a plate of hot fucking veal parm and a foot rub waiting for him. I actually, the more these words come out of my mouth, I think he's actually taking advantage of the situation. And I need to have a firm conversation with him. But, oh, girl, I feel you. You're just hitting that fake cigarette. Only fake because maybe you didn't light it. And you're listening to Ashley Simpson. And you're just cruising, cruising past like a shop, right? That's what y'all have up here in the, in the burbs. You know, you just got yourself a party platter at ShopRite and it's, you're only going to go home and eat it yourself. I hope you get lit on your couch doing you. I hope you watch some porn. I hope you watch, then watch The Housewives because that's another form of porn in a like joyful way. Hope you eat a sub sandwich and nobody asks for a fucking bite. It's kind of what it comes down to. It's like, I want to sit down, eat lunch and not have Jeff breathe over me going, I, can I have a bite? No, no fucker. You can't have a bite. I got you your own sandwich. Let me be. I'm kidding. I love him so much. He's a wonderful man. He's a wonderful man. And I know that you're driving in your car, smoking that cig, listening to Ashley Simpsons, thinking, Simpsons, there was more than one, thinking about how much you love your daughter and your husband. But it is so nice to have 10 seconds to yourself. And you deserve that. So absolutely, yes to you crushing the New York suburbs, smoking menthols, and thriving. Yes, bitch, I am here for this. Shout out to Living Your Truth. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hi, Heather. I'm in the car with my wife, Tabitha, and we have a discussion if this is an absolutely not or an absolutely. So I say absolutely not to holding up traffic doing blow in your car while you're driving at four o'clock on Friday. The wife says, absolutely. Love and light Gucci gang from Kelowna, BC, Canada. Wait a minute. A lesbian named Tabitha called in? Guys, I have peaked. It is done. I gotta go. All right. Hell yeah. A Canadian lesbian named Tabitha. This is just epic. I mean, you can't make this shit up. Yes. Yes. All right, ladies. First and foremost, it definitely seems like you are driving in the car and you actually looked out your window and you saw a man doing cocaine in traffic at four o'clock on a Friday. Damn. Guys, I don't text message people. I literally have to have like the Apple smart car play or Apple play or whatever the fuck it is so I can voice memo back. And I'll call people. I don't know how people text and drive, much less do cocaine and drive. Damn. Although, if you think about it, if you're on coke, you're way more, you can do more. It's like being on Adderall except times 10. So maybe that's how they're able to do it. Maybe that guy was able to blow coke while driving because he was already on coke. Does that make sense? Like, I'm about to open my own CrossFit gym because I'm on testosterone, but because I'm on testosterone. It makes sense in my mind. Damn. Also, that's very Canadian of you. You know, it's very Canadian, not of you guys, you gals, but of this gentleman just to be a free fucking spirit. It's wild, y'all. You go to Canada, no rules, just right. Canada. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
Sorry. I mean, everyone's just chill, having a good time, doing coke in their car. I feel like who does coke in their car? Oh, easy. Very easy. Somebody who drives a Honda. You know, some guy named Ricky. Not Rick. Ricky. Ricky driving a Honda, just blowing coke, cruising down the freeway. You know what? It's those kind of things, those little moments in life where you think, you know what? Hey, at least Ricky's out and about doing the damn thing. You know, Ricky's like, I got a, I got a lot of fucking errands to do. I got to be keyed up, coked up, geeked out, twerked hard, honked up, you know, in order to go to Target, <laughs> pick up the dry cleaning, deposit checks at the bank. I haven't taken an Adderall in a while. And I actually, I'm like six days off coffee. And I will say it is definitely helping my anxiety. My anxiety with being on all these hormones has gone through the fucking roof. Like I had another panic attack last week and I'm like, what the fuck is happening to me? I have nothing to be anxious for, only excitement. Like, you know, I have to literally say out loud to myself, you are excited. This is exciting. You're not scared. This is exciting. And then you really feel like you're spiraling even harder because then you are outside of a like a raw stress for less, having a outward conversation with yourself. This is exciting. You love bargain shopping. This is exciting. You can do it. I mean, before I went in to do this podcast, I literally, not this one, the other one that I did in Nashville, I legit had to basically breathe in a fucking paper bag because I'm just spiraling with the fact that my hormones are all over the place. And so I got off coffee and it's definitely been fucking helping, but then you also get the coffee shakes But I thought about it the other day. I was like, what if I got off coffee, but I just started doing Adderall? (laughs) You know, couldn't hurt. What what if I get off coffee, but I just buy a Honda and start doing cocaine in it? Honestly, I've done worse. But listen, I want to give a shout out to my fabulous lady listeners. Thank you for calling in with that. I say it's an absolutely yes. As long as they're not so geeked out that they're, I don't know, going to cause a, a traffic collision. Um, kind of, it is what it is. And as long as they're not a school bus driver. You know, if you're just cruising in your Honda and you're stuck in traffic, I'm not mad at it. I mean, I am mad at it, but I'm also not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like really mad at it. Um, but that's an absolutely yes to fucking multitasking in Canada. Wow. Look at that. Let's get to the next voicemail. I friggin' love Go Macro Bars. I am so friggin' pumped that they're a part of the podcast. Go Macro is mother-daughter owned, based in a small rural community, and their mission is to spread awareness for a balanced, plant-based lifestyle by creating plant-based nutrition bars made from healthy and delicious ingredients. They are literally high-quality, certified organic, vegan, gluten-free. Are you ready for this one? Kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. You're probably wondering, Heather, how can a bar be all of those things? Well, guess what? It's because it's Go Macro. They got everything. Oh, are you allergic to nuts? Well, guess what? They have three delicious nut-free flavors, including oatmeal chocolate chip, maple sea salt, sunflower butter, and chocolate. Okay? Anything you need, they got it. If you have a food allergy or a dietary restriction, Go Macro offers so many options for you. I love them because they are so encouraging about having a delicious plant-based lifestyle by creating plant-based nutrition bars. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get easier than that. I keep them in my car. I keep them in the house, downstairs, upstairs, in the basement, in the attic, in my purse, in my gym bag. Who are we kidding? I don't go to the gym. I keep them everywhere and they got you. Here's the thing. Get your hands on some of Go Macro's delicious macro bars today by going to gomacro.com and use promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. Again, that's gomacro.com. Use promo code absolutely for 30% off plus free shipping on all orders over $50. Now back to the podcast. Hey, Heather. Jessica, Finn Ankle, Dead Dad Club. What's up? Um, 35 going on 36. Absolutely not. Is basically my entire life um, where it stands right now. I have been with a man, boy, boy, for five and a half years who promised me everything and he has well under delivered. He's never proposed to me. We barely are even roommates anymore. He doesn't pay any of the bills. I've lost all my money. I've lost 
the dream company I built with my best friend during COVID. And I do DoorDash, but I'm a college graduate and uh, was on DoorDash run tonight, running out of gas, listening to your podcast, just asking myself how the fuck I got here. And then I just hear ticking and pull over to get gas. And there's a, n- a nail or scratch. I don't know what the fuck it is. The size of a baby dick in my tire. So now I need a new tire. I made a secret deal with my landlord to get out of my lease so that I could break up with my boyfriend and try to find a one-bedroom apartment, but I don't have any money. And I started to go fund me, and it didn't go anywhere. And I just, just fucking absolutely not. I'm funny, and I'm hot, and I'm smart, and I'm a good fucking cook, and I'm a badass in bed. I suck a mean dick, and, like, any man would be so lucky to have me. Like, don't I deserve that? Like, when do I get that? I feel like it's my turn. And I just need help. I just don't know where to go, Heather. Help me. You know, we talk about a lot of really silly, dumb shit on the podcast. And then I get these voicemails every now and then that just, you know, hit me, hit me in my deep depths of my double D titties. Um... Jessica, thank you for for calling in and leaving this voicemail. I know it was probably very hard to do, but it's interesting. Sometimes in the middle of the night, you know, I'll hear some of these voicemails of just sheer, it's usually drunken disorderly conduct. It's people just blackout drunk telling me they got their tampon stuck somewhere. And I'm like, I don't know how you did that, but okay. And then I get things like this. And listen, by all means, I am not a, not a helpline. Like, we're here to just talk about dumb shit. But Jessica, I felt this in my soul because I have been there before. I can't speak to the relationship side of, of what you're going through. And, and I'm sure a lot of it is, you know, your personal business. But there were times when I did not know how I was going to fucking pay a bill. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was living in LA. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this comedy thing? I love it so much, but I just, I don't, I, I'm, I'm empty. You know, I, I'm trying to keep my head above water and I'm so fucking empty. And so I want you to know that I'm sure there is a plethora of other people listening to this podcast who have also been in that situation and can understand. You are not alone. We are here for you. When it comes to the man situation, now here's the deal. This is what I really love though. Even, this is how I know you're a bad bitch because even in through the tears and you being so honest and raw and real about what's going on, you still manage, Jessica, to say that you suck a mean dick. And for what it's worth, it's pretty on brand for the name Jessica. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I suck a mean dick. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure every Jessica I knew in high school were the kind of girls who gave a bee job first. You know what I mean? They gave a beach and they were like, I love giving blowjobs. Oh, you love giving blowjobs? Oh, you do? That's an absolutely not. I say that I do to Jeff, but the entire time I'm literally thinking about what am I going to put on my public sandwich? Oh, should I get cheddar Swiss? Maybe I switch it up and get a little buffalo sauce. Or do I stick traditional grain mustard and mayo? You know, I'm literally coming up with sandwich combinations in my mind while I have just penis in my mouth way too graphic. I apologize. Uh, listen though, I, I love that you were still able to just have that fucking guttural laugh and that sick sense of humor, even despite clearly having, you know, quite a moment. And I don't know the situation with your, with your boyfriend, but listen, as long as you're in a safe place and we can get you out of that situation, that's what we, I would like to do. Here's the deal. This is not, I don't want this podcast. Listen, guys, I'm not a therapist. I don't know how to give actual real advice. I'm here. I'm a ding dong. I am basically just trying to survive and get through life as well and figure it out. But we have all been there. And when people need help, they need help. So I was able to reach out to Jessica and just get her Venmo. And she shared a lot about her story and what she's been going through. And she told me she's had some major health problems because she's had to have two hip replacements before 35. And so she's really having like a self-loathing moment. She's working her ass off. She's got to get out of this situation with her boyfriend, but she can't afford to get an apartment by herself. Um, She's working multiple jobs at DoorDash. And just the deal that she said she had with her landlord was her trying to basically get out of that apartment where she can break her lease without 
getting penalized. And guys, it just, if, if you feel, if you have a couple extra dollars, if you feel it in your heart to share, I have asked Jessica if I could share her Venmo. She mentioned a GoFundMe, but I just figured Venmo is so much easier, even if it's two or $3. And, and this is, I, I've never done this before, but I remember there was a time when I was really at fucking rock bottom and my friend shared my Venmo and like people and some of y'all are diehard listeners. And I, I think I got high one night and was like, what am I going to do? I, I was trying to go to auditions and I was trying to do what I needed to do. And I just didn't have the money to do it. And somebody sent me like 200 bucks and I was able to buy my fucking flight and it meant the world to me. So Jessica told me she feels comfortable if I share the Venmo. Her name is Jessica Plaxco. So her Venmo is J-E-S-S-I-C-A dash P-L-A-X-C-O. Jessica Plaxco. She's in Birmingham. She just needs our help right now. Again, I, I, we will figure out a philanthropic way to deal with PKP and, and have a women's empowerment. But if this is how we start, because I just heard this voicemail, I was like, fuck, fuck, we got to help. And also we have been there. Bitch, you also told everybody on this voicemail that you suck a mean dick and you do deserve love. You do deserve to find love. And I don't think, I don't think people really realize, you know, what am I trying to say? I talk so fast sometimes that I don't even, I want to make sure I get the words out right. There's this book that somebody just told me about and it's about, I don't know the name. I don't know who wrote it, but I know I'm ordering it. And it's essentially how women, we do so much already and we already multitask and, and do so much for our families that we oftentimes neglect ourselves. And that when a man were to step up and do the job, we're usually so frustrated by the time we get to that point that we just say, we'll do it anyways. And I'm not saying that this is the situation, but I feel like this is a common theme where it's like, my head is so far below the water. I'm just going to deal with it because it's too much to even ask for help right now. It's too much to even get out of this relationship. It's too much to try and figure out how I'm going to pay these fucking medical bills. I just have to keep going. And I do believe that God puts people in the right places. I do believe that the universe will reward you for just working hard and, and having faith. And so if there's any way that anybody can help, if you're in Birmingham, you know, or just if, if, if God calls you to, to help this young woman out again, I've shared her Venmo. And I just feel like, listen, one of our sisters needs us. Let's go. Let's go. You know, we giggle a lot on this podcast, but if there's one thing that I can do is try and use this platform to help, help somebody out when they need it, that's the least I can do. And Jessica and I have had a very nice conversation off record and, and she just seems like a bad bitch. And she was like, Heather, I just got pulled over while I was leaving this voicemail. A cop came up to me and was like, are you good? And you were like, yeah, I'm a DoorDash driver and I'm just fucking hysterical. And I got lost in this neighborhood and I'm just completely overwhelmed with everything that's going on in my life. And we had a really good giggle about it. And then I reminded her, Jessica, you said you sucked a mean dick. And she's like, I do. She's like, and I want to find the right guy to suck a mean dick with. But it's hard to suck a mean dick when you're with the wrong guy. So again, if you feel compelled to help out, um, I know Jessica would really appreciate it. And, you know, we got to support, we got to support each other when we need it. And I don't know why I clicked on that voicemail. I get hundreds of voicemails. And for some reason, I clicked on that and it just spoke to me and it made me giggle so fucking hard at the end. Because isn't that the moment too, like when you're at your lowest moment that you come up with just these crazy observations about yourself? You know, I suck a mean dick, you know? I can literally squirt everywhere. I, I can't. Some people can, but you know what I mean? It's always like this random thing. I can make it clap so hard. You're like, what? You just told me the whole, that whole house burned down, but I can make it clap, grandma. I can't. Like, that's the kind of shit. Women are resilient. We are strong. Even in the darkest fucking time, you're still able to say, look at what I can do. And we're, we're here for you, Jessica. We love you. I'm sending you love and light. And again, thank you for anybody who felt the, the need just to even send a buck, just to say, hey, hey, let's, let's help you be able to take a night off from the DoorDash. And, you know, hopefully if we can just help you get, get on your feet so you can get your own apartment, whatever it is. And I, and I know people call in and y'all share so much of your lives and I share, share so much of my life. And I just want you to know that I do genuinely really care about each and every one of you. And thank you for the support that you've shown me because without y'all support, I wouldn't be able to do this and I wouldn't be in the position I am in now. And I 100% believe with great privilege comes 
you know, a responsibility to try and help where you can. And I'm really trying to figure out and wrap my head around how I can, you know, make this a bigger thing than it is, how I can take absolutely not and take all that humor and, and bottle up. The only thing I know how to do is is to giggle and, and somehow bring people joy through that. I do believe that that was my calling. I do believe that God spoke to me at a very young age and says, you're going to be dumber than a brick, goofier than a fucking jellyfish, limber as a giraffe. We won't get into that, but you'll see later. Barren as, you know, somebody who's barren. But through all of this, you will be able to bring joy. And I genuinely think if you live in your purpose and you follow what that little voice inside of you is telling you, then you're living your truth. You have to live up to your potential. This is all I know how to do is to connect with people and laugh. That's all I know. That's what I'm good at. I don't suck a mean dick, Jessica. I really don't. (laughs) Jeff has always seemed very satisfied. Previous boyfriends, very satisfied. But my heart's not in it. I'm going to let you know that now. But if your heart is in it, let's get you in a better position so you can find that better dick. And we're here for you. Y'all, I want to end the uh, the podcast this week on that. And just, hey, this is, this is reassuring and, and, and very humbling. If you are in a situation right now where you can't help or you know somebody else who needs help, reach out to them. If you're like, I should have called Miranda last week. She was having a fucking tough week. Call that person. I keep getting reminded on my end, I have gotten so wrapped up in my own fucking bullshit of just self-loathing, woe is me. I don't know if I can have kids. I don't know what this looks like because the doctors have just made me feel so um, shooken up about it that I've gotten so insecure in so many other parts of my life. And I need to just put one foot in front of the other and just say, this is what I know right now. This is what I know today. I'm going to keep moving in the right direction because you know what, Heather, what are you good at? Giggling. How do you do it? Then let's freeze our eggs and we'll figure it the fuck out. I cannot wait to get back on the road and see y'all and talk to you and see your little faces and squeeze your little cheeks and bite your little butt. I will. do. Nobody fucking, nobody call me for sexual harassment. If I come up to you at a show and I take a little nibble out of your butt, it's because you're a cutie. It's because you are so friggin' cute. I won't do that. But if you bite my butt, game on, okay? I want to end this on a happy and giggly note. Y'all are the best. I love each and every one of you. As always, you can call into the hotline and thank y'all for, uh, hell, just hanging on to this journey called life because we got this. Also, shout out to the guy who did cocaine while driving in his car. We need to get him on the podcast because shit's lit. We'll be back next week with Raymond Padilla. We will find out what the fuck's going on with him. He's been evicted three times in New York and keep calling in with the dumbest shit ever. And thank y'all for being the best. I'll see you next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.